All right, it's August 10th, and this is another episode of Headliners. Today we're talking about famous TV houses, a movie pass update, and the addition of popular film category in the Oscars. It's the usual three today, being Jimmy, Dave, and I. Let's go. Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? I've just been handed an urgent and horrifying news story. I've seen three movies in my life. Bridge on the River Kwai, Patton, and Herbie Fully Loaded. You serious, Clark? I always tell it to Is that your thing? You come into a bar, you read some obscure passage, and then pretend you, you pawn it off as your own? Oh, I'm sorry. Did I break your concentration? Did that go the way you thought it was going to go? Nope. All right, this week is box office. Mission Impossible Fallout still held on to the first top spot. $35.3 million, dropping heavily from a month ago when the first spot was like around $100 million. $200 million, actually. Uh, Krista Robin, opening weekend, got 24.6. Spy Who Dumped Me, rounded out top three with 12.1. And Mamma Mia 2 and Equalizer 2, top fives. I was happy to see two non-sequels. Well, does Christopher Robin count as a sequel? No. It's a sequel to, like, the cartoons and, like, comics. No, it's not a sequel. It is part of an over, a franchise, I guess, but. Yeah. So it's good to see a standalone movie like Spy Who Dumped Me come out at number three. (laughs) Kristen Bell and uh, Mila Kunis. Hey, I'd go see it. Kristen Bell? No. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Kristen Bell's in it. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh. No, Kri- not Kristen Bell. No. It's uh the girl from SNL. Yeah. Oh, I thought it was forgetting. I thought it was a girl. forgetting Sarah Marshall uh, reunion. But yeah, you're right. No, it's, uh, um, yeah, I forget her name. I don't know her name. Yeah. Well, we. Kristen Bell was in was in uh, Like Father. Yes, she was. Yeah. Mixed cross new wires. Okay. So trailers came out this week. Dave, go right ahead. So we can just breeze over this first one. I kind of threw in just for shits and giggles, but it's Iron Sky 2, The Coming Race, which is the sequel to the 2009 movie where the Nazis come back from the moon to take over the world. Everything you said sucks. Yeah, (laughs) it it doesn't get any better. uh, Not even a B movie. It's a C movie. But this one has zombie Hitler riding a dinosaur. So, I'm, I'm reading your it. summary right here. I finally got to the last line. It says Steve Jobs is played by Tom Green. No. It's a cult that worships Steve Jobs, and the leader of the cult is played by Tom Green. Oh, this movie sucks so much. <laughs> yeah. This movie. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm, all right. We can move on then. The next one up is Slaughterhouse Rules. This trailer dropped on Wednesday this week. It, uh, the premise of the movie is an illustrious British boarding school becomes a bloody battleground when a mysterious sinkhole appears at a nearby fracking site, unleashing unspeakable horror. It's got Simon Pegg, Nick Frost. Uh, I don't think Edgar Wright's a part of this, though. He might be. Who knows? It, it's, it's the Cornetto Bunch. Well, it's not if it doesn't have Edgar, Edgar Wright. He wrote and directed those. Okay, fine. Well, it's... It, for all intents and purposes, it's Cornetto Bunch, okay? Yeah. And I, I love when they do this because, I mean, remember uh, Shaun of the Dead? Mm-hmm. It was a playoff of Dawn of the Dead. Yeah. And this one's a mixture of uh, Harry Potter and uh, Cider House Rules. I don't know that second one, but yeah. You don't know Cider House Rules? No. That's Tobey Maguire, right? Tobey Maguire and Michael Caine. Yeah. Finest mm-hmm. hour, man. Great it's, stuff. Yeah, it looked like a... The trailer I thought was cut a little weird, but the premise seems like it could be a fun movie. It's basically just uh, Harry Potter horror. 
Which I'm, I'm should all be for right that. up my yeah. That should be right up my. Alley. And like I, I said last week, uh, you put Simon Pegg in anything, I'm gonna watch the shit out of it. I love Simon Pegg. He is good. Yes. Shane, all right. Or not Shane. Uh, Jimmy, did you watch this one or? I watched a little bit of it. Simon, they're hit and miss. Like I love um, Hot Fuzz. Mm-hmm. That's my favorite. Shaun of the Dead's good, and then I haven't seen a lot of the others. Did you see at World's End? No, I didn't see that. I think we've talked about I this. I like that one. Yeah. That's pretty good, but uh, Hot Fuzz is by far the best. Yeah. Oh, I like Shaun of the Dead the best. Yeah. Well, no, I think see, Hot Fuzz is a better movie. Yes. But I enjoy Dawn, uh, Shaun of the Dead more. Yeah, Simon Pegg and Hot Fuzz, though, he he never breaks down from this, like, uptight dickhead cop character, and I love that. Yeah. Yeah. All right, moving on. The next yep. trailer is the second trailer to be released for The Nutcracker and The Four Realms. I wrote down a synopsis, but I, I don't really even understand it. Well, Some okay, lady... I'm going to stop you right there, because I think from, from now on, if we're doing the second trailers, we'll just we'll glaze over it, because, I mean, we all know it. it's the dark side of The Nutcracker, right? It looks it, it looks terrible. Yeah, it, it does looks not, like Alice and Wonder... Or Alice and... I can't even remember what the fuck Alice in Wonderland? Wonderland and Chronicles of Narnia crossed together in a horrible combination. I don't know. I'm I'm into it. No, it looks terrible. No, it looks like dog shit. Wow. Yeah. Well, I will say some of the stuff in the first trailer when they're it looks like they're about to like perform and sing in the yeah. set pieces, those could be interesting. I'll give it that. Because okay. the music from the Nutcracker is great. Wonderful. It looks like if you were to make a movie that has no actual heart and the writers didn't care, they were just trying to take all the bits and pieces that they think people enjoy, like of like of like visuals and grand worlds and like crazy characters and then plop it onto one piece together. And whoever's directing it seems to very much be trying to rip off um, Tim Burton. Yeah, and I'm 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 not a fan of his latest movies. He hasn't made a good movie in like twenty years. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, right. Well, uh, I'm on an island, and that's fine. I'm, yeah. I'm gonna see it, and uh, I'll I'll tell you guys all about it. Sounds good. All right. Uh, next one up is actually my favorite trailer of the bunch this week. It's the kinder- kindergarten teacher. Uh, the premise of the movie is a kin- a kindergarten teacher in New York becomes obsessed with one of her students who she believes is a child prodigy. What do you guys think of the trailer? Well, it's, 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 it's cool because it looks like she gets obsessed in a bad, like, dark way. Yeah. And usually we see these movies and it's like, you know, so lovey-dovey. This, this plot, this storyline's story been done. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. and what's the best for the kid? He needs to be a kid, but he's so smart, blah, 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 blah. But, but this one him. is, like, different. Yeah. She I, I was, So for the first half of the trailer, I was worried that's what it was going to be because it shows her arguing with the dad, being like, well, he's a prodigy, like... You should be focusing on that, and then abruptly she just takes him away. Yeah, and then I, there's there's one quick sliver of a of a scene that they they put in there, and it's got her her hand, she's got his hand on her hip. Did you catch that? No, no, that's kind of yeah. It I really hope it doesn't go in that direction. But she and, and immediately after that they show him on the phone like I need help. Could get, this, could this get, could, I feel like it could this be, a be a real really dark, dark and good. It's gotten amazing reviews from Sundance. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm into it. I, I, I think it's right. going to be great, but it's it comes be, out in like a month or so. We should definitely try and review this on the pod. 
it could be extraordinarily dark, which I'm all for. All right. The last trailer up this week is to the movie Lizzie. I'm actually going to let Sheehan explain it since he seems way more knowledgeable about this. I am fucking subject. jacked. I didn't even hear about this movie until I sat down right here and I, I read your little synopsis. I saw Lizzie, whatever. In my head, I, I thought Lizzie McGuire. That's just yeah. what happens. That's what I was hoping for. Then the first words, it says, 1892, Lizzie Borden lives. I'm like, oh, lives Lizzie Borden. Because anyone who grew up in Massachusetts knows uh, Lizzie Borden took an axe, gave her father 40 wax. When she saw what she had done, gave her mother 41. Everyone knows that, right? Yes. I've never so, heard that. No. It's it's made, at me in the pre-show. So they made a, a movie out of uh, this Lizzie Borden psychotic woman who, who hacked her family to death uh, with an axe. And that's all you need to know. It's amazing. It's great. It's going to be great. Well, it looks like she has a lesbian relationship, too, which was not popular she, at the time. She got acquitted. No. She got acquitted? That's what I think. Buddy, I mean, when... When you got a, a rhyme made up after you about that whole thing, and it lasts for over two hundred years, you did it. Whether you did or you didn't, you did it. It looks like a good movie. And it's got that yeah. trashy white girl from Bloodlines, the Netflix show Bloodline. She's yep. in that. Uh, I, I believe that the Lizzie Borden's uh, gravestone they had to take down because I think it got vandalized every Halloween, but with an axe. People would just like chop an axe on it. Jesus. Oh yeah, it's it's some it's some good mass hole lore. Yeah, I'm excited for this, but mainly because I've really loved uh, Kristen Stewart's roles since mm-hmm. she finished up with Twilight. So if she picked this movie, I trust her. So you you love her as an actress? I really yeah, I really like all the roles she's picked since Twilight. Would you rank her higher than uh, Vern Troyer in your opinion? <laughs> I don't know. It's uh, it's up there. They're like one A, one B. <laughs> I said I loved him because who doesn't love him? If you don't love really him as an actor, you're a horrible person. <laughs> um, so, real quick, my fanboying aside, I think this 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 trailer. I stopped halfway through because I got jacked up and I was like, I'm going to see this. So I, I stopped because I didn't want to see too much. But the the tension in the whole thing, the whole tone, it seems great and it seems really well done. And it's got like a Downton Abbey horror kind of behind it, which is great. Down yeah. Down Abbey Horror sounds is a good <clears throat> good usage. That's a good term. Thank I you. Agree. I coined that. All right. All What's right. Next? Things worth mentioning but not worth discussing. Dave, start it off. All right. So twenty one years ago, Fox and a developer built an exact replica of the Simpsons House, which if I had known that before now, I would probably have tried to buy. But it's still there and somebody lives in it because it was the cheapest house she could find, surprisingly. Yep. She and, or not she and, uh, Jimmy, you said you had a lot for this one? I don't care about The Simpsons at all, but this is a crazy interesting story. They built the house because in the 90s, Simpsons gear was like everyone was buying it, and that's true. Everyone was buying mm. Simpsons shit in the 90s, and then it started dying off, and they were trying to figure out ways in the late 90s to, like, you know, make something big. So they they had this development in, what what state was it, Nebraska or? No, <clears throat> Nevada, I believe. Nevada, you're right. In Nevada, yep. Um, and they built this house. The developer was like in on it because to gets the house development company pub too. And they built a house exactly like it with ticky tacky walls, uh, like the outsides with all the colors. The rooms didn't make sense really. There was cabinets to nothing, and they did it as a prize. Okay, mm-hmm. and they announced in an episode the winning winner. The winner never came forward. Just like didn't claim it at all. So they're like, okay, back up. 
we have uh, we'll just do a raffle from all the surveys that people filled out. So they chose this woman who was from Kentucky or somewhere, and she just straight up said, "Don't want it. <laughs> no, thank you." And they're like, "What?" She like, the cash prize. <clears throat> yeah, but the cash prize was way much less value than what she could have sold the house for, and she was like, "Well." well what 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 those what was valued? What was not sure what you could sell for? True, difference. true, yeah, true. Um, but it's so funny. So then they were just stuck with this house. They couldn't do tourism because the homeowners homeowners association made them take it down all the crazy colors right away. So it kind of just looks like a regular house on the outside after they took down all the colors. Yeah, and then on the inside, it's just crazy things. So the secretary of the development company bought it for cheap because she got divorced. And she she had to change some things inside, and she gets hounded now with like people that ring her doorbell, take pictures out front, and all this shit because they go, open people, the door. I was gonna say I'm surprised they never when like they couldn't get people to, to someone to take it. They didn't eventually just move it to Universal because they have a whole Springfield section of Universal. With, they like, a they, they should have picked like, it up and moved mark. it. Yeah, they they were like underestimated what they're gonna do. I was it's kind of crazy. It's kind of kind of cool, but pe- like people open the fucking door and like try to get in. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's terrifying. So I I just have a random Simpsons fun fact. Since you were saying this was built for a contest, they've done one other contest in the history of the show. Well, they've done a few, but like one other ma- major one, which was at the end of season six of Who Shot Mr. Burns Part One. They said we'll give a million dollars to whoever, and they'll get to be a voice on The Simpsons to whoever can figure out who shot him before the next season premiere and one person guessed it on a message board and they could never track down who it was. It was Maggie, right? Yeah. It ended up being Maggie. Only one person guessed Maggie. Yeah. Well, like you also had to say like how it happened, not just Uh, like list a random character. Oh, okay. Cause I was saying about a thousand people probably guessed Maggie. No, yeah. no, no. You had to like but call was... in, write in, or write on the official message board, and only one person was like, Maggie did it because of like XYZ, how she actually did it. And they could yeah. never track down the person. Early internet was a wild world. Yeah. It's a wild I world. remember that vividly, actually. Yeah. The, the, the developer that had this idea the, like, to do this, the idea that the same guy had beforehand was pretty interesting. This is pretty off topic, but it was interesting. They. It was a de- department store in, like, the mall or a city somewhere. And the top floor, they put a, ha- a house on the top floor. And because they knew that people would see the house from the outside of the building. And then they'd go in the elevator and go to the top floor thinking that the house was part of the department store. And be like, whoa, what is in there? And then as soon as you got off the elevator, it was the Builders Association or ever saying, like, hey, we're building houses. Do you want a house? And, like, it was, like, really – Cool, fun marketing. So I thought that was actually pretty interesting. The whole article is pretty I, interesting. I, I, I think they – I read that they made they, – they profited $500,000 off of that yeah. scheme. Yeah, and it, it was which, only up for like six months. Which in reality means they sold like three houses, but hey. Yeah, but hey. It, it worked. The profit. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. All right, speaking – You sell three houses. Pretty good stuff. Speaking of movie houses, the Brady Bunch house sold for over $2 million to HGTV with the intention of restoring it to its original 1970s interior, which means that they're most likely going to bring the Brady Bunch back. And then, nah. no? Why, why would no. they do it then? Because they it's, do all the HGTV like home makeovers. Oh, It's going to be like a season-long endeavor with this thing. That's boring. And then... Oh, no, that's going to be great. I'm, I'm interested in it. No, yeah, zero interest in that. Yeah, uh, I mean, the scandal, kind of scandal. Lance Bass 
former a- like former <laughs> Lance Bass, former astronaut, was told <laughs> was told he won the bidding war on the house at the deadline, only to find out afterwards that he lost to the studio who was going to outbid any offer, and he's really mad about it. But like, dude, that's how like they were gonna outbid you. They waited to see what you were gonna bid, and then they were gonna outbid you no matter what. So why are you mad? But I mean, are well, auctions he, binding? Like at the end of the auction, he had the highest bid. It's not like and it wasn't, at the it last wasn't, second somebody came in. It was after the auction was over. It wasn't even an auction. It was closing. It wasn't. It wasn't closing, but it was a deadline for offers put in, and the deadline had passed. The owner approved his offer, and at that point, the, the studio came in, swooped in, and said that we got it. Yeah, that happens uh, all I, the time in real estate. Yeah. Well, to a point, when Lance Bass is your is your buyer, typically you're going to go with him because he's going to pay whatever he wants. All right, Lance so Bass I, is I, rich. Yes, he is. Yes. Who do I'm you like, think Lance Bass is? God. He's like one of the richest musicians ever. Does what is what is he? Does he still do stuff that I don't know about? I think he's producing that. Oh, okay. Yeah, so he's he's well off. Don't you worry about Lance Bass. Yeah. Um, but I, I wrote over two million dollars because I couldn't find the actual number. Because it was listed at 1.9, and then Lance says that the, the owner used him to drive up the price substantially. So it's over $2 million. It could be upwards of like five, six. Who knows? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's, it's prime I, real estate. I feel bad for him. If he wanted to buy it, he should have been able to buy but it. But you know what, though? I mean, he, he, was, he was a really bitchy, uh, sassy uh, Instagram post talking about how it was a shady Brady scandal. And then the next day, when he found out it was HGTV, he was like, oh, hey, I'm a fan of HGTV, yada, yada, yada. So I think maybe he got in contact with them, and he might be the buyer after they finish their season. Oh, that'd be good. Everybody wins then. That's a win-win. So hopefully him and his lawyers have a brain and work that one out. Yeah. Nice. Cool. All right. Um, Follow-up from last week, MoviePass announces a a last-ditch effort to save itself. Limits its, its subscribers to uh, three movies a month and gives $5 discount to any movie over that, to which nobody has a problem with. And they should have started that a long time ago and saved themselves. Yeah, if like yes. four or five months ago they had done this, no one would have complained. No. Well, people, some people would have been like, oh, I want to see a movie every day. But for the majority of people wouldn't have complained because it's still an amazing deal. 87% of their, their viewers saw three movies or less. They should have put a hard cap on it from the start. But, oh I, God, but now yeah. I don't like them. Like, this doesn't make me happy. Bullshit. It should make you happy. <laughs> but it still limits it. Yeah. I mean, what, were you seeing more than three or four movies a month? So, the, it, three movies, but it's going to be any movie? Yes. 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 Any movie, and there's no surge, surcharges anymore. So, they it's back to what that? you originally planned. Yes. Back then, to the original plan, only three... Only three movies as opposed to thirty. So as and a you podcast, can the same movie again. So as a podcast, yeah. we can do three movies and then like a Netflix movie. Exactly. Yes. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. So I, I don't is... trust. I don't trust them that this is going to last or they're going to stick to this. Oh well, yeah, like no, I said, it's that, only ten bucks a month for us. So they've changed it like six times in the last month. So if shout out stick... AMC A list sponsor the pod. You're great. No, if it sticks with this plan, it's it's everything we wanted. It's. Three movies and then a discounted fourth. So I mean, it it it's good. It, it's a good business model. I, think. I I just went to the movies. I don't know what cinema was at, but they like if you signed up for something, you got five dollars off your first time. So it was five dollar movie. Yep. Because it was like a matinee, and all mm-hmm. I do is give them an email, 
And it's like, well, why don't I just give them a new email every time? Yeah. Well, yeah you can do that. And just get $5 movies. See if they juggle a lot of emails. I have like 20 emails. You have 20 emails? No, I probably have like four, five. That's a big difference from 20. <laughs> yeah, well, it's a lot. I can make, and then once can, he goes through those, all of a sudden, like, you're going to get one and I'm going to get one. <laughs> I can do the whole dot thing with Gmail. It's J dot O'Brien. J O dot Brian. And then it's the same email, but it counts as a million. Yeah, true. Yeah. All right, yeah, I like that. All right. And next up, uh, this week's award for most problematic headline goes to Lindsay Lohan because she says, women who share Me Too stories look weak. It's a tough, it's a tough side to take. But if you want headlines, it's a great thing to say. But nobody's yeah. going to see this and be like, you're right, we should bring her back in Hollywood. But I mean, but I don't. Lohan, you're right. Uh, I mean, if she wants to get in front of the public eye again. Well, Lindsay Lohan isn't saying this because she thinks it. She probably does think it, but she's not saying it to win any arguments or be in anyone's good graces. She's just saying it so people talk about her. And good job, Lindsay. You said something really, really stupid. No one's going to be on your side. People already hate her. Like, where is she going to go from here? I don't think she tried to get a headline. I think just her her dumb brain. Someone caught her in a, in a like cafe. It was like, "Well, oh, yeah, no. What do you think about me too?" It was like, "Oh, they look weak," <clears throat> but and she went know, about her business. I don't... To to dive into her brain a little bit, let's do that. She <laughs> is someone that got sincerely fucked up, taken like like in the power situations. Like her parents supposedly like prostituted her out to these people. Yeah. So from her point of view, there are probably some me tooers that have legitimate problems and things that happen to them but in comparison oh. to her they look weak okay uh yes that's a very fair point however in this in her little interview she goes on to say like i'm no i don't really know i have never was i was never a victim of this which was that's laugh total out bullshit. Loud funny for me because yeah. i was like um do you are you that brain dead where you don't know that you were taken advantage of every step of your career I mean, it's sad. Because she was. She was great, too, when she was starting out. Yeah. She was great in Mean Girls. Like, Yeah, she, that's what I was talking about. I guess she was a child, like a younger child actress, too. Yeah, shout out to our, our intro. Yo, uh, Herbie uh, the Love Bug. She was in that, right? Yep. Herbie Fully Loaded. That's what, that's what she was in. Sure was. Oh, Crushed yeah. it. I've never seen it. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Jimmy, go on the last one here. Round us out. Goldberg, the goalie from Mighty Ducks, greatest trilogy going, got arrested and looks like the biggest bag of shit one can look at, look like. He's like 39, looks 70, just so it's like clear drug usage age, which is sad. Another child actor gone uh, awry. The picture is so sad. It's funny. It's horroring. It's like scary. Looks like a mask. Well, they, they, yeah. they put the side-by-side of him in, in Mighty Ducks, which is like a, a, a rosy-cheeked young boy, and then this, this decrepit, drug-using animal. And they don't, even, they don't even correlate. But what's even scarier is if you look at the 2011 uh, mugshot when he was arrested on drug charges, it's still just as harrowing. So you go from a 20-year 20 diff- differential to a 7-year differential, and 7 years, it's a nosedive. So he has not taken the needle out of his arm in 7 years. And then you got guys like uh, Ham Porter from the Sandlot, the you know the fat catcher instead of the fat goalie, and he mm-hmm. looks the same age, identical. 
Oh, wow. To... He looked really normal seven years ago. Yeah, he did. That's even sadder. So, RIP to Goldberg. You're dying soon. Sorry, pal. <laughs> All right, going on to the main headline here. Uh, everyone's talking about it, at least anyone in my circles. Uh, Oscars have added a new category on Tuesday. Uh, outstanding Achievement in Popular Film. Now, the, the prime thing here to focus on is the, the wording of this. It's not saying the best popular film. It's Outstanding Achievement. So, therefore, it doesn't have to be uh, monetary achievement. It doesn't have to be, like, uh, ticket sales. It's whatever they choose to be popular. So there's still wiggle room to be the artistic side that they want. Still, they don't have to be locked in at the biggest blockbuster of the summer. That's good. But it's opened up a, a can of worms, and the purists aren't happy, and the uh, common folk like us aren't happy, I guess, because they feel like rather than create a new um, category, they should be they should be expanding their own best picture because why why do you have to create a, a, a popular film category instead of including it in the best picture category? I don't know. I mean, I do know, but like, what do you guys think? They I... definitely should not shoot, put it in the best picture category. That's crazy. Yes, I don't. I, agree. I don't mind this. Bring some fun to the Oscars. One category. Get more people interested into it. Get the stars of those movies acknowledged because sometimes there is really good acting, and sometimes they're really like in those shitty movies. Not shitty, but in those more popcorn movies. It's one category. My, the I heard a lot of gripes about this. The biggest one I heard is like, okay, well then recognize stuntmen and like tech teams, and I was like, yeah, that's actually a good that's, gripe. Like that's if, what SAG does, but yeah, yeah, but um. I don't care about this. I'll wait and see what what I'll wait and see what movies they choose, and then how they handle the award. If they make a spectacle out of the presentation of this award, it's different than the main four, which is best actor, best actress, best movie, best, and then the two supporting. So best the main, director, main five, yeah, like the main six, like should be the main six. Six, yep. six. yeah. You would say it should, be, it should be. It should be now main seven. No, this shouldn't be in the mains. This should just be like. Best supporting actor, or you know, this one should. I think this should be like the seventh tier. Like those six, bam, top, and then this one definitely should be above like best cinematography, best like sound score. It should be with best supporting actor, best supporting. Actor. Yeah, yeah. So just just outside the top six, right in there. Yeah, but I, if they make yeah. a big spectacle, like this is their big bait now, and like yep. they like blow it up too much. No, it still has to be the Oscars, which is like classy and kind of annoyingly hoity-toity well we'll so see I, the, the... I have a, i have a couple of points about this one Go at ahead. the bottom of this press release was buried that they're moving most of the technical awards to commercial, commercial breaks. breaks good good Which, but like that sound score and all that stuff that we like good so I, I don't care i don't care about that yeah i i'd rather i care about, I care about the winner i care about the winner but i don't care to see his expected accept the speech yeah. i think they should all be right, like 10 then... awards that on the night of Yes. But then also, fun fact about the Oscars, in 1929 when it was launched, this was a, this was a category. They had really? two best picture categories and it was most outstanding, which was like commercial, and then most artistic and unique. And there was it only lasted 1 year and they got rid of the most artistic and unique because all of Hollywood decided the Oscars should be a marketing thing for the movies, not actually artistic. 
And so they got uh, rid of that and turned Most Outstanding to Best Picture so that they could market better movies. See, I like that. That was a good then, call then, on their part. Then it then. became like kind of artistic, like it is now, mm-hmm. and not like the biggest commercial. So, so, so now they're doing a self-check. Circle. They're doing a self-check. Yeah. See, the, the big issue here uh, a lot of people have brought up is the fact that uh, Black Panther has gotten a lot of buzz. And, Jimmy, I know you didn't see it. You don't care about it. That's fine, but it I mean, was a it, damn. It was a damn good movie. It really it, it was. It does not deserve to sniff Best Picture though. If it gets no, if no, it no, got no, 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 I no. Like it shouldn't it be not. nominated though. It does not, but it deserves recognition for what it is. All right, and so everyone who doesn't care about the Oscars think, oh shit. Well, this is the Oscars making up a category so they don't have to include Black Panther in there. You know, and they're they're coming off two years off of the uh, the Oscar so white scandal, so not a great look, not a great timing, sure, but no. If they give if they give it, they're, they're damned if they do, damned if they don't. If they give it to Black Panther, then it's a token championship. If they don't, then it's like a big screw job again. They're fucked. Yeah. This is terrible timing on their part. I don't know. They they they, they, they really should have thought this out a lot better. I love the idea because, in my opinion, they. Including these categories forces the academy to watch these movies that everyone else is watching, and not just go highbrows. Like, I feel like the blockbusters have improved substantially since the '90s. They really have. Um, is it like this? We're not looking at diehards anymore. They, these these ones. Hey, are really, fuck really, you! Really Diehard's a great movie. Diehard has a better shot of being nominated than Black Panther. It is. I didn't see. I didn't see Black Panther. Panther, but from looking at it, seeing trailers and stuff, I can understand that. But like, if Thor Ragnarok. Oh no 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 no! <laughs> like I, a, I hope that one, I like that more than Black Panther. That if, was a better film. If, if a movie of that ilk go like, gets awarded, then I don't like this category. Yeah. No. No. If Thor doesn't have a chance because it's not good. Oh, I'm, because, I'm telling you guys now. Three of the picks are going to be Thor, Avengers, and Black Dave, Panther. Dave, Dave, I promise you, Thor is not going to be in there because it is more of a chapter of a larger saga than it is a standalone movie, and they oh, actually, award standalone uh, movies. No, I, I'm going to say it's not because it came out in t- 2017. Uh, Another valid point because it doesn't fucking qualify. Okay, yeah, good. But I'd say, all right, then Ant Man will be in there. No, it won't. The three of them went like that's 100%. Because you know the company that pushed for this, it was ABC because they have the ratings because it's on ABC. Who is owned by Disney, who wants it for more awards for their movies. Disney owns fucking half of the world. They have so many options. Star Wars is going to be in it. Yeah, um, it's going to be Marvel Avengers and Star Wars be in movie. Yeah. Avengers, Black Panther, uh, Star Wars, Mission Impossible. Those one. Oh, Quiet Place, if it doesn't crack the... Oh, um, I think that'll get a Best Picture nom. I would hope so, but you just don't know. Yeah, we haven't seen a lot of Oh, the and also, they, they said that it can go either way. Just because it's in a popular uh, category doesn't mean it's excluded from the Best Picture category. That was nice to them. Like, you know what I don't get? So what? what what's Silver Linings Playbook? What do you mean? It, you it, mean? Was, it was up for Best Comedy that year, and I thought it was bullshit. It just should be up for Best Movie. So no, now you're, just... thinking, you're thinking of Globes, because Oscars don't have Best Comedy. Oh. It was up for Best Picture, I think. Okay. I yeah, thought yeah. I thought I thought it well, I thought it couldn't be and it was in another category. Yeah, Globes do comedy and drama, but Glo- uh, the the Oscars do just lump sum. But they do but they do ten um, best pictures as opposed to five. Oh, okay. 
But yeah, that was nominated. Yes. All right. Well, I, I have to see what movies get nominated for this category before I fully decide if I like it or dislike it. I agree. Uh, it's still early to tell, but my my main takeaway is that the Academy is going to start watching these movies, and they're going to see these movies and get exposed to them, and maybe that's going to like bridge the gap because right now there is a, a severe gap between the Oscar Academy loving people who love these great movies, such as you know Lady Bird, Shape of Water, Three Billboards, and then the pe- diehard movie fans who go blockbusters all summer long, and there's still movies. The pe- we should like unite over cinema, but there's a, it's a civil war out there. Yeah, maybe this will bridge I, well, that I, gap. I had read too because they were discussing a few different categories that are thinking about adding before they settled on this one. Mm-hmm. And one of the ones that they were thinking of that I I actually think would have been a smarter decision so they could have avoided this Black Panther controversy is they're thinking about splitting best director into male and female. Oh, that's a fucking minefield. I think that would have, like, like I mean, we already do Best Actor and Best Actress, and it would have gotten a ton of female director movies greenlit because studios want to get awards. No, because there, there's already rumblings of people being pissed off, like, you're not an actress, you're an actor. Like, you're, you're all doing the same thing. So why go backwards? I think they should, they should just include... If, if they have a problem with, like, too many directors... Make it a ten ten director field. I don't know. Or make it a, a uh, seven director I'd, field. I'd rather they'd get much more positive press over that. I feel like. How how many female directors are there too? Uh, there there would be a ton more. I'm sure there's hundreds, so you're if saying not they thousands. Would, they would, this would cause more. I see. Yes, this would yep. lead to more studios green lighting female directors because they want to win the award. It's a fair point, uh, but it's a long term thing. Them. Yeah, but I mean, it's anything to get the industry more inclusive. I mean, we can all agree that that Lady Bird director got fucked out of this one last no, year. She should have won last year, yeah. No, she should have at least been nominated. She wasn't even nominated. Oh, yeah, she wasn't nominated. Yeah, yeah. that was that was a travesty. Yes. Oh, no, Del Toro won, and I was really happy for him. Fuck Del Toro. That, that, that fish porn thing, that was so overrated. Anyways, all right, so I think we've, we've <laughs> right. discussed the Oscars. I with Jimmy, we need to see what gets nominated and when. Um, the other changes, so they're, they're they're trying to bring another three hours. Then they're they're bringing it to starting in twenty twenty. They're they're moving it from like February twenty eighth area to February sixth. So they're moving it up a month basically, which is good, I guess. Isn't that no no? There's a solid chance this could interrupt this. This could correspond with the Super Bowl. No, no, I think it's supposed to be the week before the Super Bowl. Meryl Streep's dream. The week before the Super Bowl? Yeah, because you know how there's that dead week, that off week? Yeah, but no, but that's that's always the Super Bowl is always the first February first Sunday in February. For some oh yeah, I guess it is. For some reason I thought it was the second. If they if they fuck this up, man, I tell you, I'll be upset. That that's this would yeah. be a disaster. They're already complaining about declining viewers. If they, they really think they can beat out the Super Bowl, they're gonna be very sorely, disappointed. Sorely mistaken. Put it oh. put it the week before the After. Super Bowl. Yeah, before, week before the Super Bowl, a good idea. Pro Bowl week. Nobody cares about that week, yeah. Yeah. Because the week after is Daytona 500, which you can't mess up that either. <laughs> All right, so um, movie releases this week. Uh, Axel, which is just uh, Disney dog shit. Uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's a robot dog that, that imprints on a human, and it's not his. It's 
It's the dumbest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> like uh, E.T. with a robot dog. Just, but worse. Uh, Slender Man, which looks creepy as shit, but well, inter- I, interesting. I think that's kind of fucking messed up. It's Because they're making a horror movie on this, like, it started out as a meme, but there was actually, like, a brutal murder, like, three years ago because of it. No, I, I yeah, I think that this is about that, right? No, this is just, like, a generic horror film about the meme. Oh, I thought it was about the murder. Okay, well, no. that's fucked. All right, um, the Meg, which is short for the Megalodon, terrible. And I, the uh, original trailers looked like it was going to be like kind of scary shark jaws thing, but the recent ones they pair it with like 1950s music and it looks. Very it looks hokey. like a schlocky, yeah. Like it's I'm gonna go hokey. see this because fuck it, I have free screenings. And... It's won me over. It's got Jason Statham in a yeah. not serious giant shark. It's like Sharknado got a budget. Basically, <laughs> Sharknado meets Jaws. Exactly, and then uh, in limited theaters, Black Klansman, which looks like the winner of the weekend for me. Uh, yeah, looks good. It's not around here. Oh yeah, I will let you guys. I'll report next week on how it is. Thumbs up, thumbs down. All right, uh, you guys, got any recommendations for the week? What are you watching? I have been watching Castle Rock, the new series on Hulu by J.J. Abrams and Stephen King. So it's mm-hmm. set in, like, the universe of Stephen King's books because most of his intertwine in some way. And it's not any story that he's told. It's just stories he's thought of and just never put to pen. And so the series is going to be an anthology with a different untold Stephen King story each year. And it's, I would say, the best show this year. It beats out uh, Yellowstone. It beats out Westworld. Uh, sure. Better Call Saul. It's better okay. than any of those. All right. It's good. You're giving yes. it you get a thumbs up. Cool. All right. Jimmy, what have you been watching? A lot of shows, but I'm going to shout out Snowfall on FX because I don't think it's getting enough love. It's about it's about the the rise of crack cocaine in in uh, California from like the Mexican drug cartel to the Black Street peddlers to the uh, FBI or CIA buying it and selling it to American for money. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. That sounds good. Yeah. I know you watched uh, Like Father too, right? Like Father on on uh, Netflix. Yeah, I like that movie. Has That's got Kristen Bell and uh, Frazier. What the fuck is his name? I can't, I'm blanking on his name. The father. Frazier. Kramer. Kelsey Grammer. Kelsey, Kelsey Grammer. Kelsey Grammer. I was combining his first and last Yeah, name. you were. Has he been in anything in like 10, 12 years? He was in no X-Men idea. Days of Future Past. Oh, yeah. Because I, I, I watched it too when I was thinking like when she's like, oh, you haven't been around in 25 years. I was like, well, yeah, I haven't seen him honestly in 25 years. I, don't know. I know he he has a recurring voice role on The Simpsons too. Yeah, but that doesn't matter. It's on his face. True. Um. Yeah, I, I've been watching, uh, actually, have you guys heard of Ghosted on Fox? Uh, yeah, it got canceled, didn't it? <laughs> Did it really? That sucks. Yeah. Um, it's not good, but it's good, but it's not. It's uh, It's got Craig Ferguson and Adam Scott, and it's basically um, a comedy version of X-Files. And the first six episodes are just terrible, terrible TV, but it's like they're trying to be bad, and it's funny. Mm-hmm. It's it's very it's very obvious they know what they're doing and they're like, because I I we've seen Craig Robinson and Adam Scott in The Office and Parks and Rec they know what they're doing they know how to act and they were over the top like 
kitschy like '90s sitcom bullshit. So, and it's I don't great. think they did know like they weren't trying to make it bad because from what I've read, I haven't seen the show, but I read a few articles on it, and they retool it heavily at the end of the season because they were trying to save it, and like they just weren't making a good show. So it changes completely the last few episodes. Yes, it does. Uh, it goes from being a uh, self-contained episodes to a uh, story arc at the end. Oh, I heard it goes it, from, like, them doing, like, X-Files stuff to, like, more an office setting where they're just in the office all the time. Because they run out of, yeah. So uh, there, there is definitely some retooling. I didn't know they were canceled, which is a shame because it, watch the first few episodes. They know exactly what they're doing. But the problem is they probably just went over people's heads. I, I stand by it because, like, I, I was telling my friends, like, this movie, this show is so bad. It's amazing. And I couldn't stop watching it, so I have like two episodes left, and it's it's laugh out loud funny. So check out Ghosted; uh, it's going away forever. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that wraps up uh, this week's headliners. Check us out on Instagram at, at Six Pack Cinema, uh, and on Twitter as well. Uh, check us out Monday; we're reviewing Christopher Robin, and uh, next week we'll be reviewing the Netflix show Slow West that we're doing. Maybe. Maybe yeah. or Black Klansman, depending on what what's available around us. Hopefully, one or the other. So, great. Thank you all for listening. Check us out later and uh, download five star like. Tell everyone. Thanks. See ya. Bye.